0: Rewinding,
1: Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Kaya
0: FM. Kaya FM, Kaya FM, home of the Afropolitan. The Law Report with Michael Matwening Bell. Kaya FM
2: ninety five point nine. Good evening. Welcome to The Law Report. My name is Michael McTuning. Bill, it's good to be with you this Wednesday evening. Thank you so much, Dr. Fin- uh, Cindy Fensel. What are we talking about today? We're talking about child custody. I think, uh, oh, particularly in a country like ours, South Africa, where divorce, uh, separations, people not marrying, often uh, there are children in between those relationships. And that's what we're talking about. What happens to those children? Who has the right? to have custody over those children and that's on the law report any calls that you any questions that you may have do give me a call 86 959 know your rights know the law the law report with Michael Mitwining Bill alright I'm taking a call you got a child um, you are unmarried and you're wondering what kind of access what kind of custody you might have in relation to that child you got a child and you are married and you're worrying about the same issues and more complex, parents are from different countries. One of them is from South Africa. Another one is from another country. Does it matter where the child was born? Does it matter where the child resides? Which country has the meaning of the child, if at all? Um, I'm going to be joined by two lawyers. Uh, um, one um, that is based here in South Africa and another that is based in Nigeria. And we're going to be helping you understand some of these issues. And, and as always, I look forward to... Um, engaging with you. I look forward to your questions. Um, you can hit me up on Twitter, um, at my build. That's my Twitter handle. Um, you can also call me 086 We only have 40 minutes for this show. So call now. Um, <laughs> don't leave it till late. It's not going to end at nine o'clock. At nine o'clock, I'm exploring a very different uh, topic still on the same theme, but certainly different and we 're talking about gender equality and women 's rights in the, in the context of child custody because obviously um, we know that oftentimes it is the women who are left in the care of children we, we there 's there's, there's more of a conversation about single women than there is about uh, single 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 men and of course there there are nuances that apply to women, some of which um, relate to commercial uh, matters. And, and that's what we were talking about in the last part of the show. So do you give me a call. Like I said, phone now, Oh eight six double zero double All right, let me welcome uh, my guests. Uh, I'm joined for, by Ngateko Christelo Crist- uh, Mgadi from Mgadi Attorneys and Associates. Uh, Ngateko, good evening and thank you very much for joining me on the Law Report. Good
1: evening. Thank you for
2: having me um sure. are you well i am indeed i am indeed thank you very much for asking and also all the way in uh, nigeria oludayo uh, ogungebe um he's also a barrister practicing in um in nigeria i see we don't quite have him on the line but i will welcome just bear in mind that um i will be welcoming him um in due course i mean um you know the the issue of custody is one that never really become stale because because it affects it affects us all in different ways and at different times and and maybe let's just lay down the law i mean we have issues of custody as they relate to um you know the the married and unmarried fathers and maybe let's just unpack you know what's the lay of the land in south africa when it comes to the issue of of custody or parent uh, primary residence as they would say
1: Okay. In, in, in South Africa, parental responsibilities are shared mm-hmm. between the mother and the father. So either person may either have full or specific parental responsibilities and rights in respect of the particular child. Um, but in a nutshell, both parents have the responsibility, for instance, to care for the child, to maintain contact with the child, to both act as guardians of the child and to contribute maintaining to the child. Mm-hmm. Um, so, whether you're married or you're not married, um, each each of the parents have these uh, specific rights and responsibilities with regard to the child. Sure. Yeah.
2: Now, no, so, no, no, that's in relation to parental responsibilities. Maybe let's talk about... That's in relation
1: about, to parental mm, responsibilities, yeah.
2: What was previously called custody and, and for whatever reason is now called primary residence. How does that work? Well...
1: In terms of a marriage, or in terms of art, uh, take me through. Who, who, who has a child at the particular time? Mm. Yeah, take take me um, through the
2: differences. I mean, you know, just take for granted that I'm I I, I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, first, we would have um, with regards to the mother of the child, mm-hmm. whether they are married or not married, they have full responsibility. They have custody. They have rights of the child. Yes. And then we'll go then to the married fathers, and then the which is the biological father. They also have full parental responsibility, also has a right in respect of the child, mm-hmm. right? Whether he's married to the child's mother uh, or he's not married to the child's mother. But then we get to the unmarried fathers, which you are a biological father, but you're not married um, to the mother. And then you also have uh, parental responsibilities um, if you are living with the mother, or you, you know you're in a permanent relationship but you're not married, you have responsibilities. You have rights, whether you're staying far from them or you're not residing with them. Basically, you still have the same rights, uh, contact to see the child, and it's just an agreement you would enter with with the mother of the child. But your rights and responsibilities are that of the mother, whether you actually staying with the child or not, because custody. It can be a technical term to say who has custody. I mean, you'd have to go to court and, and argue over that. But at the end of the day, if I say responsibilities, meaning you both have responsibility towards the child. Like I stated, to take care of the child, to maintain the child, to make sure the child is shelter. But uh, obviously, one would have to decide who the child resides with, whether the mother or the father. But basically, the rights are the same for both of you.
2: How, how do you work out who the child resides with? I mean, it, it's, it, 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 it seems it, it seems quite obvious, but but is it? How, yeah, how, yeah. How, how do you decide where the child is going to stay?
1: I mean, most of the time, I don't know if it's a natural thing or whatever, but it's mostly the biological mother. Right. Um, especially if you guys are not married or you're not staying together. Uh, due to the maternal instincts, maybe (laughs) we would say that uh, we could decide that the child will stay with the mother.
3: Mm.
1: All right. And then um, it also depends on what type of the mother is. Is she responsible? You know, that goes to then another level where you have to then now uh, fight over, okay, custody. Then you go to a deeper level uh, if the mother or the father is not responsible. But normally, actually, 90% 90% of the cases,
2: the mother. As a matter of law, how, how, how is, you know, how is, is, how is it decided as a matter of law, how is it decided where the child is going to stay? Um, and, and maybe let's just pick up on, on, on married people and, or, or people maybe that stay together um, and, and, and they married and, and now they want to live apart. Yeah. As a matter of law, how, how's residence determined?
1: Yeah, um, if, if you're married, then you're deciding, well, we're going to go our separate ways. Um, when you partake into a divorce, it's usually divide, uh, decided during the divorce proceedings, and it's made an order of court within the divorce proceedings yes. to say, um, these are the specific parental rights and responsibilities. Cause, uh uh, permanent residency will go to the mother or the and, and father. So, so, in a nice, the real
2: question, Ngateko, is mm-hmm. is what what does the court look at and before it says, all right, the mother gets it or the father gets yes,
1: it. or the father yes. Indeed. The court looks at the best interest of the child and mm. obviously that would, that would then involve the family advocate. What is best for the child, not what's best for the mother or what's best for the father, but what's best for the child. And if the court finds none of you are best for the child, then they will be assigned to another person who can look after the child. But the court always looks at the best interest of the child, no matter what. And that's where the family advocate then comes in to come and look at whatever arrangement you guys are getting into or whatever it is that is uh, decided upon, is it in the interest of the child?
2: Earlier, I threatened that we'd be joined by a barrister from uh, Nigeria, and he joins us now, Olidayo uh, Ogungebe. Uh, Olidayo, uh, thank you very much for joining me. Uh, Are you well?
4: Oh, thank you. Um, Good evening, our viewers. It's a pleasure and honor to be on the show.
2: Indeed, the pleasure is all ours. If you've just tuned in, uh, we're talking customary law, um, um, and I'm joined by, by two lawyers, yes. one in South Africa, as well as Oludayo. Uh, Oludayo, uh, maybe for, 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 for those of us who are not familiar with, with the laws around, uh, around custody in, in your country, Nigeria, just take us through how is custody um, issues determined. Who, who and how is custody determined
4: Okay. Good evening to my colleague. Who I heard a bit of what she was saying earlier. Uh, the Nigerian cost- uh, co- uh, family law, let's that from family law. Nigerian law in terms of uh, the matrimonial cause that is based on British common law um matrimonial causes that. However, we have in addition to the much more that, uh, customary law, Sharia law as well, which also deals with the issue of family law. Mm. <laughs> now, although to a certain extent, Nigeria is seen as a patriarchal society. That is where the man, um, Everything is geared in that direction toward man. However, under the custom, uh, under the common law, which is the Matrimonial Causes Act, um, it's not so. Therefore, um, it's similar to what you have in South Africa, but in relation to child custody, what is paramount in considering where child should stay is based on what is called the best interest of the child. Mm. So, under uh, on the, on the Act, 7 says, in the proceedings with respect to custody, welfare, and education of children of the marriage, the court shall have regard to the best interests of the children. And that will be the paramount constitution and subject there too, that the court may make such order in respect to those matters as it thinks proper. Now, the interest of the child. The interest of the child under Nigeria can be described as what one of our Supreme Court judges As said, he said, the determination of the world of a child is is a composite of many factors. Consideration such as the emotional attachment to a particular parent, mother or father, the inadequacy of the facilities such as educational, religion, or other opportunities for the proper upbringing are matters which may affect. Determination of who should have custody. Now, the courts can well, in under the matrimonial causes yeah. if whether the person is married or not. Um, in most cases, there is an assumption that the mother is best suitable to have custody, and then the father can have. Um, a visitation rights, access, et cetera, to the child. Then there are situations where they can have joint custody so that sometimes the child will be with the mother and sometimes the child will be with the father. And then there are situations where the custody will be split, but the courts will direct which way that should go. Then the only time Custody is given to the father under the matrimonial cause. It's where the father can prove that the mother is unfit to uh, properly have custody of the child. Maybe she's into drugs, or she's in prison, or she's disabled for some reason, or she has some other situation which could... um, which could upset the initial presumption that she is fit to look at the child. And if both of them, maybe the father is a drug and the mother is a drug dealer, then they will have to find another suitable third party, which could be a close relative, grandmother, grandfather, or the state can uh, opt for foster parents or some other way to
2: look after the child. So that's how it is. So let, 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 uh, let, let me bring in, uh, uh, back in uh, uh, Ngateko here, I mean, earlier you mentioned, and I just want to sort of compare the d- different jurisdictions, but earlier you mentioned the, the, the family advocate. What role does the family advocate uh, uh, play, uh, Ngateko, in the context of South African law?
1: Yeah, in in South Africa, the family advocate is there to look after the interest of the child. Basically, someone to voice uh, the child to be a voice on on behalf of the child. Mm-hmm. And so they will then you know look at the child. You know, he he he. he my colleague was in Nigeria was explaining the best interest of the child in terms of Nigeria. So in South Africa, it would be they would look at the gender of the child the relationship the child would have with um, the specific parents, uh, whether one, the, the, the parents can provide for the child or which parent is best suitable to provide for the child. So they are there to look at those type of interests on behalf of the child.
2: Right. I want to take a break. And when, when I come back, I want to take a call. Um, and I want to speak to um, Rachel Mutibe. And she, his, she, you know, she's gone through quite an ordeal um, and, and 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 is desperate to find some kind of help. And I'm happy that we have both a South African and a Nigerian lawyer to sort of help us understand. I mean, now that we have a somewhat of a view on what you know, what the general law, foundational law is around custody, what happens when one parent decides to pick up the child and take him to another country? We're back after this. Know your rights, know the law. The Law Report with Michael matwinning bill Welcome back. If you've just tuned in, we're talking about customary law. Um, we're talking about civil law as regards to the issues of custody, children. But we're going to touch on another aspect, which is international child abduction. Um, and, and and of course you know of course we have borders and there are strong views about borders within Africa but there are in fact as a matter of fact borders and what that means is that different laws apply when you get to different countries but, but love doesn't have borders it's borderless and it finds that people from different countries and different borders happen to have children and those children are in the middle of different countries and there is invariable conflict that arises because if I'm from um, Ethiopia and I'm done with my business in, in in South Africa, I'd very much like to take my kid back to Ethiopia because they are Ethiopian and so I, I would argue and this sort of makes a, a bit of a, an interesting discourse for us and, and, and that's what I, I want to turn to talk about a little bit So, um, but we, we, we're still very much happy to deal with your questions as regards to um, issues of your custody, any issues that you may have. Do you give us a call? Oh eight six double zero double zero nine five nine. Let me let me talk to to Rachel Matiba She she found in on Tibos' show, um and, and and a very touching story she she related there. Rachel, good evening, and thank you very much um, for agreeing to talk to me this evening. Uh, good evening,
1: everybody. Yes. my name is
5: Rachel. Mm-hmm. I am Kiza um mm, I was married actually I'm still married to a Nigerian man. Yes. So I think I should start telling my story.
2: Indeed, yes please. I i, I okay. myself. Like that
5: So we were married we were together for 12 years. Sure. Then we were married in 2014 mm-hmm. on June. So that is when we had our first child. Yes. A boy. So we decided to get married on that same month because my birth was born on 14 uh, June 9. Mm-hmm. So on the 28th, we decided to get married on this very same month. Mm-hmm. So we were together up until 2018 on April. Mm-hmm. Actually, by Somewhere 2017, things were not going very well between us. There so was argument, a lot of abuses, lot of many things, you no know, ups and downs. So, on 2018, on April, so we decided to part ways. So, I decided to come back to Orange Farm. He stayed in town in Regent's Park. So, I took my children along with me to mm-hmm. Orange Farm. Because the boy was in school, the girl was in crutch. So I took my son to school in Lenasia. that mm-hmm. is where he went to school. So we decided that on weekends he would come and see the children. Then children they were staying with me during the week. So when he used to take these children Chisom, he was too attached. These children they were too much attached to their father. Mm-hmm. Me, especially to some, to some uh, when you talk to him, he will not listen to you. He will only listen to the father. So along the way, all these things, uh, Chisomo, when he go to visit his father, when he comes from his father, he will come back changing. And then he will start telling me he doesn't want to go to that school. What, 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 what. And I will tell him, listen, Chisomo, you're my son. I'm your mother. I have to take care of you. Chisomo will start changing. You know, even... If I talk to him in school there in Lens, they called me one day, I went there. They say uh, this boy is not participati- uh, participating well and they don't know what is happening. When he's supposed to write, he doesn't write. So I asked him, uh, Chisom, why are you doing that? Then he told me that my father said I must come back to town in school, the way we used to stay. Hmm. Okay. Then his father used to call me and call me, ask me "Uh, he wants to take these children to town, uh, go back to the school where they used to go. Mm. So I said no. I keep on saying no. These children, they will be fine here. Then he saw that I don't agree. He called my mother, talked to my mother, said, Mommy, please, can I take these children? Uh, because they, I don't like the school. What, 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 what? All those things. Mm. Okay. By then, then my son started, you know, behaving somehow. All right." Then he came here to me, we talked about it. I said, Okay, they can return back. They went back to town Mm -hmm. where we used to stay in Regents Park. Then things changed. I was the one who was taking them on Friday, returned them on Sunday, each and every week. And then when school school schools are closed, I will take them, they will stay here with me. So one weekend I remember it was Close to Good Friday. Mm. Well, it was on Monday. I bought them school uniform tracksuit because it was getting a little bit cold. So I took the those tracksuit to where they were staying. So uh, I called. So I called them because they were staying with their nanny there. All right. And I couldn't find the girl. I find the the, the the boy. When I asked him, "Where's your sister?" He didn't answer me. He was just quiet. I was keep on asking, where is your sister? Where is your sister? He said he left with my father. I said, where? He said, he doesn't know. Okay. In the evening, I called. I just gave him the clothes. In the evening, I called. I called his father. I said, oh, okay, I was just bringing the clothes there. Uh, I will come and fetch them on Friday. He told me, he said to me, no, uh, don't fetch them this weekend. You are going to a birthday party. For my friend, Uh, my my friend is having a birthday party for his child. Mm. Then, as a mother, I said, oh, anyway, because they want to go to a birthday party, it's fine. No problem. I will come and fetch them the following week. Okay, that Friday, on my, it was Friday, I didn't go and fetch them. The following Monday morning, it was only 15, I remember, I saw a call that is coming from Nigeria, because I know the numbers of Nigeria. It was him. Because Mm. that weekend I was calling, calling. I don't know. uh, The number was not going. Mm. Then he called me early in the morning, around five o'clock in the morning. Mm. I was thinking maybe it's one of his sisters because I used to talk with the sisters. Then he called me and he told me that "Eh, we are in Nigeria. I was very shocked. I was on bed.
2: Mm. When when was this? How, How long ago is this, Rachel?
5: How long?
2: And when was this? When when these events that you're describing? It, it's Colorado. last
5: year. Okay. It's last year on the on the 15th of April. Okay. Yes. He called me and he told me that uh, we are in Nigeria and we ca- we are not going to come back to South Africa anymore. Hmm. I asked him, "How did you go without my knowledge? Who signed for my children? Who did everything for my children?" He said, that one doesn't matter. I've paid money to do whatever I did to go. I said, how did you pass immigration? Who was on my behalf? Because I was supposed to stand for my children. Mm. He said, that one doesn't matter. The mm. uh, Matter is, I'm in Nigeria now. Whoever did whatever he did for me, I paid money. Then I'm out of South Africa and I will never come back again. Mm. Then... I said, what do you mean when you say you will never come back again? He said to me, that was the last day you saw your children. You will never see them again. Mm. When I remember that, I just said, anyway, another thing is, I don't know where these people are coming from. He told me that you can look and look, you will never find these children. These children, they are mine. He said to me, Nigerians, they didn't leave their children behind. They they go with them. Then I said to him, "Eh, because everything is with me, uh, and everything, cut-off clinic, everything. He said, forget about that one. I know people that are working in my friends. I know people everywhere. The only thing that I, I, I did, I've paid money, then I'm gone. He said, you know, us as Nigerians, we do things with money. I was like shocked. I cried. Mm. I went to school. I didn't go to work. I went to school and asked. Then the teacher said to me, hey, uh, on the boy, was telling his friends that he, he's going to Nigeria. He's going. He's going to school there. He's not coming back in South Africa. But he never told me that when I was with him. And the other thing is what I know. He used to manipulate these children. He, especially this boy. So, so,
2: so he, let's talk whenever. about. Let's talk about this. Have you seen the children since?
5: Never. And, two, and two, do do you phone? Going.
2: Do you do they phone you? Do they? Is there any kind of contact telephonically okay
5: let me, let me let me come there then from there, I called the sister, the big sister. The big sister said, no, he never saw them. Then I called the small sister the small sister told me that yes, they are there with them. Then I explained everything. then the dead the, sister said to me, "No, uh, as they are culture, there's nothing she can do." if his brother said whatever he said there's nothing that she she can do about everything okay i've been calling 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 nobody was answering my call calling 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 nobody was answering my call i think uh, my husband stayed there for i think it was that week then the following week it was on saturday he traveled to israel where he left my children with the sister So I used to call that sister. I would call, 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 no respond. Call, 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 no respond. I would send messages, send messages. No, no, nothing. Until when she feels like I should talk with the children, then it is where she will give me a pass. Then I'll call back first and talk to the children. And if I talk with the children, I am am limited. I will talk maybe two minutes Mm. or one minute. Mm. It's enough. It's enough. If I say, "Chisom, uh, hi, how are you?" and you you can see that the, even though they are talking, these children, somebody is looking. Like they they, they 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 can't even tell me anything. When I say, "Chisom, where are you?" Uh, "Chidara, where are you?" They say they will not answer me. They will just say, "No, we are here. We are here." Mm.
2: And that is it. Okay. in uh, um, December. Mm, mm. Yes. I'm listening in December.
5: On December, I called the lady last year. I bought clothes for Christmas. I said, can I send my children clothes for Christmas? Then their father called me and said, ah, you didn't hear that I told you that these children, they don't need anything that is coming from you. These children, my sister is going to raise them for, for you. Don't, don't worry. Don't bother yourself. These children, when they grow up, they will come to you. I said, how can you say that? These children, I need them. They're my children. I need to take care of them. I, you are not, you are in Israel. I'm here. So how can you take my children and give them to your sister? Then he told me that is our law in Nigeria. If I go, I go with my children. There's no way that I will leave the children. That is what he's telling me. So each time when I'm calling them, they don't answer the the, the, the phone. I will call and call and call. So whenever they feel like I can talk to their children, that woman, then she will ask me and don't, yes. Then or else if I write a message that is, you know, a, a, a message that is painful, that is when she will ask and say to me, okay, you can call your children now. It will be one minute, mm. not more than one minute. Mm. If it's more than one minute, it is two minutes. That's how it is. Y- yeah, so this y- thing, it's been painful to me. I've been out from work. I, I had depression and everything. I've been stay, I'm staying in hospital all this time. I will come back home maybe for a week. Then this thing will start again. I have to go back to hospital. So I've been fighting this thing, fighting this thing. I went to police station and opened the case. Police station, they told me that this is their father. Immigration, they never helped me. Home affairs, they didn't help me. I went to high court in Pretoria. Mm. They told me that uh, I have to go to pro bono. I went to pro bono, there was no help, hmm. nothing at all. So I feel like South Africa failed me hmm. because hmm. I just don't understand how did these children pass? How did he do the passport without me? Because I was supposed to be there when he's doing passport. And I just don't know what is happening.
2: Had your children so, not been to Nigeria before?
5: No, no.
2: And had you never been to, to his family no. in Nigeria? no. All right. All right, let's let's hear from the experts. I mean, um Ngateko, let me let me start with you and 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 get your thoughts and, m- and maybe if you have any k- clarification questions, Rachel is available to, to 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 take them. Oh,
4: okay.
2: Hello. Yeah, I just want to start with uh, Ngatego, Oledayna uh, and, and 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 I I oh. absolutely look forward to hearing from you as well. Uh, Ngatego? Yes, um so it it sounds like they have uh
1: shared guardianship. And whenever parents have shared guardianship, consent is needed when one parent decides to relocate with the children, uh, whether outside of the country or within the country. Consent is always needed. And when the one parent doesn't get the consent, they then have to go and make an application in the High Court requesting such consent. And the High Court can then order that the consent be dispensed with, rather say that, okay, we allow you to take, to relocate with the children. So what's surprising in this case is that, um, One, he didn't have consent to the father, Uh and two, it's not known how he actually was allowed by the immigration officials to exit um, the country to get out of South Africa. Uh Um, Because you would need consent, or you need an affidavit from the parent, or you need a court order. In addition to that, Um, you need a birth certificate yes you need a birth certificate to do passports in the first place so um it's actually shocking how this was all done because then some fraud could have happened or some bribing of officials could have happened anything could have happened for him to 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 get out of the country that's the the shocking part in this case that how was he allowed out with the kids without the consent of the mother and how did he get the passports and everything that's the shocking
2: part Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> but now <laughs> what is the law now? Yeah. What is the what's the what does she do now? What what is the law supposed to do for her at this juncture? Where does she where is she supposed to turn for help?
1: To turn to yeah uh, yeah. So so South Africa is is, is part of the state we call the Hague Convention, which mm-hmm. is on several aspects of intention, international child abduction. So basically, it's a treaty. It was aimed at preventing removal of the child from, um, jurisdiction of which countries are involved within the treaty without the consent of the other, parties. And then this treaty helps facilitate the return of these children. And so she can, um, they work together with the chief of the family advocate, as I was explaining how the fabric advocate and the role when it comes to children in South Africa, then we have to then make an application to the high court to get the children, um, back into the country. Now the, my colleague will help me with this one. The last time I checked now that the countries in Africa that were involved in this treaty, are Mauritius and Zimbabwe, Nigerian is not, um, a party to this treaty because then if they were, then you talk to them and you, through this application, you say, we need those children back in South Africa because they're actually citizens of the Republic and then we can then do the, the case properly in the high court. Um, so now we, 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 it, it's those issues where, by the child went out of the country illegally, Nigerian is not part of this treaty uh, with South Africa, and but however, an application must be made to the High Court together with the chief family advocate. They are the ones that can assist her.
2: All right. Um, so, so, so the best place is to go to the chief family advocate. But there's still That's the there's, there's still something that. Bothers me in my mind, and I'd like us to touch on mm. it a little bit when we come back, because it, it 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 is one thing for one parent to take the child, and but but it but it it's quite another for th- laws that we know when we travel with children, around you know the consent around because this is not only that the children are out, it's it's, it's the, how the the breach of what we understand to be regulations. In fact, the tourism industry was complaining around these stringent laws about how children are supposed to come in and out of, of a country and how that affects the tourism revenue. So it's a big thing. It was a very big thing. And how the father was simply able to do this with such ease is indeed of concern. I'd like us to touch on that and maybe, you know, how does she deal with that, with the, with you know, with the question of had the immigration, so for home affairs and their, and their department of immigration, um, how did they allow this to happen? be back after this the law report with michael matuining bell kaya fm 95.9 welcome back we continue our conversation talking about custom uh, customary law civil law but specifically custody and guardianship and who has the right to reside with the child, and that's what we're talking about. I'm joined by yet another lawyer, uh, Vuyo Sigiti, and Vuyo is a, a lawyer uh, practicing at Loloana and Sigiti Incorporated, based in the Eastern Cape. Uh, Vuyo, uh, molo molo tata,
0: <laughs> molo
2: molo, and um, yeah, so I, I mean. Uh, I, you've been listening in to what we, we're talking about, um, and I, and I want to touch, you know, I, I want to get some of your thoughts as well, but before I do that, uh, Oladayo, if I could just come back to you, and 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 one of the very important things that Ngatek uh, was talking about was, you know, how you exit South Africa when you are with minor children. Are you in a position to talk to us about how you enter Nigeria if you are with minor children is there any sort of um, requirements when you're entering with a child that presumably um, does not have Nigerian papers is not of Ni- is, is not born in Nigeria
4: well <coughs> it's, that is not how I believe the father was able to take the children yeah the first thing is that maybe the father once a man is in Nigeria, and he has a marriage certificate, he can obtain passports, Nigerian passports, for his children. OK. So if that's what he did, the, the children would appear to the South Africans as Nigerian children. Those children have two nationalities. They have yes. South African nationality, And they would have Nigerian nationality. Yes. <coughs> So if they are showing the immigration authorities Nigerian passport, they are just going to look at them as all Nigerians. Yes. Ah, So the way they are going to treat them is going to be different. Yes. But if the children were having South African passports ah. and the Nigerian man was having a Nigerian passport, ah.
2: then could be an issue. Um, so, so you not saying, you saying, you saying. I mean, so that's easy. that's very interesting, uh, o- Oladayo. You you're saying that yeah. if I'm, so, so our, a, a Nigerian father can get a passport for children who are in South Africa, not in, in Nigeria, not physically. In yeah, Nigeria. it doesn't matter. You can get you can get
4: pass, if his passport expired in South Africa, is there another one. You do not
2: have to go to Nigeria to get the. Passport. No, no, no! But in this case, it hasn't started. expired. They, they were, they, the children had never been to Nigeria prior to.
4: It doesn't matter. Mm. Every child is entitled to a passport. You can't travel on your father's passport now. And then we don't know the ages of the children. Mm. How old are
2: they? Oh, sorry. We. we, we oh, yes. mm. How old are the children? We we don't have that information because we know we don't have Rachel on the <laughs> line. They,
4: oh, I thought she was okay. Fine, yes. but if if a child is older than one month or two months, yeah, they they have their own passport. Mm.
2: Yeah, they and he can obtain.
4: He can obtain a Nigerian passport for his children. Right, and then it's not that they won't ask for the consent of the mother, but he can forge. A letter saying the mother has consented when he's obtaining that passport, mm. so that can be harm uh, so he can' travel he, so and the way the woman explained her story, look anybody who is in a relationship with multi in a multinational relationship
3: yeah
4: and for some reason you choose to separate like she did, she said she was staying in some farm and the man was staying in another place, then you should immediately commence custody of the children court case. Because once you do that, it now becomes illegal for the father to take them. Because when a child when you are doing a child custody case the children automatically become
2: what they call the ward of the court. They become children of the court. Yes, indeed. Let me let me take Vuyo uh, Oladayo. Um, uh, Vuyo, I mean, he, you, you, you've been listening, and and it, it just seems as if um, it, it, it's. I mean, forget Bushiri, <laughs> but but, but it, it seems relatively easy to remove children also. Um, uh, out of, out of this country. I mean, if, if 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 we were to go by what Oladayo uh, uh, is saying, um, then it means that a child who's never been to Nigeria can get a Nigerian passport and just simply exit our borders. And surely there has to be stronger and more immediate recourse. And 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 in Rachel Motibe's case, she's been um, in in this situation, this this un, un unbearable situation. Um, for for well over a, a year now, what what surely surely there has to be something more immediate and something more decisive.
0: Uh, you see, the the issue with with South Africa is as, as a country is that uh, there are regulations and provisions in place to address uh, such things, but they are not actually introduced to the to those that actually need them in a, in, a, in a more conducive way. For mm-hmm. instance. My little colleague from uh, Nigeria is, is explaining a situation, but he's taking from the context of Nigeria. Indeed, yes. He, forgo- he, he forgets that they had to actually move from South Africa to Nigeria. So the, the explanation he's giving is how they entered Nigeria, not indeed. how they left South Africa. Of, of course, and, now, and, we, and,
2: and your point, your role indeed is to talk to us about the South African bit.
0: Now, if, if you listen to the Urechel uh, story, uh, she says that when she went to High Court, they said she must go to Probono. Now, Probono means that uh, actually, at the time she went to High Court, she didn't have money, so they yes. said to her she must go to Probono, like someone who do that for her for free. There, there is aid. there are law clinics in universities, but unfortunately, again, Urechel uh, was not exposed to this. And she never actually exhausted those uh, to those means. Now. The issue with with, with the allegations about briberies and that, that's the sad part in in, in this entire situation, was uh, police, in fact, uh, don't have the capacity to deal, and are not capacitated enough to deal with their children's letters. Uh, Rachel's story is is, is complicated. Take it from an instance where the father is drunk at home and is is abusing the wife. Please... They, they, they can't deal with that yeah, in, in, in a proper condition way, which is in line with the, with the best interest of the child. Therefore, uh, the, the point of departure in, in, in this or other, what we need to learn is that South Africans in, in, in general don't understand the laws that uh, are put in place to protect them. Mm. Hence, you will hear what Rachel saying, that she has been knocking on doors and no one been opening. Insofar yeah. is knocking on doors. The doors that she has been knocking on are not necessarily the doors that are supposed to open for her in order for her to actually uh, get back the children.
2: But but, but I mean, it's, you know, sometimes we, we, we talk about understanding... The help that is, you know, the 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 laws that are there to help you, but you you can understand them fine, Um, and you can know where to go. But if 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 you're not getting help, because I mean, a court is a place to turn to, but a court is very difficult to access if you don't have legal representation. Let let me give you. And 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 it seems to me, and 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 I'm sorry for you. It seems to me that you you know, outside of the, I mean, where they pointed it to, pro bono, and where you are. Uh, pointing her to to different law clinics um and legal aid in south africa it, it, shouldn't there be a way and i know, i know got touched on it a little bit where a a functionary of government is able to protect children i mean we when we talk about the interest of the child in paramount ha, 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 how do we do service to that to that to those words if if a mother sits Um, uh, a year and a half down the line without a kid and I think this is the most important thing it's not that the father took the children and is living with them he took the children from the mother and dumped them with the sister
0: as as much as I understand that uh, Mm. what for need to understand is this Mm -hmm. uh, unfortunately this is one of those situations in any given in any given case there are two sides to a store Mm -hmm. now it it would be difficult for any avenue to to, to 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 just jump and act without actually understanding the 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 the, 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 the issues that display at play in this situation. As I'm saying that when the court said to us she must actually approach a problem, the problem is free is free work.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: They were saying to her, like, ventilate your situation to us, tell us exactly what happens if we grant an order the order is, 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 is not then invalidated uh, pursuant to its enforcement. We need to know what happened. We need to know who this kid, who this man, how did it go about, so that when the order is granted, it's valid. Mm-hmm. So, what I'm saying is that, inasmuch as everything else is happening, when I say that uh, the, the, these regulations are in place, I mean, inasmuch as, as there are functional bodies that are, are meant to deal with this, they, that unfortunately, they're humans, so they, they are bribed. Mm-hmm. So when you go to legal aid, when you go to uh, a lawyer, the lawyer will take administrative role in terms of holding those people into account and they'll bring in the law and say that this thing has happened. They extend it to the lawyer in a better way. But unfortunately, as I said, uh, in as we have these rules and regulations and provisions, South Africa has not quite uh, established ways to make it easy for the, for the people in, in the grasshopper. Uh, as Mamuriche here was, was saying, she, she has tried everything else and nothing has happened. And if you take it from her lay point of view, she has done everything that she can. It, I, 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 made, I might say to her that Rachel, I'm scared. I will do this matter for you for free. Let's do it the city. But at the time I'm saying this, she'll be exhausted. She'll have hope in the system, and that's the entire point. Mm-hmm. In a situation where these things are not actually taken to the people, by the time that people actually hear about them, they have lost hope in, 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 in the justice system. Hence, she's saying that she has been failed. She's using those words because uh, there's bribery in place. There's, there's incompetence in place and there's a uh, 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 state organ pointing fingers where to go and, and, and not. Kind of thing that, unfortunately, that's the situation that we are facing in terms of this particular uh, situation. If, if, if you allow me to give an example, for instance, yes. let's take a mere customary marriage. Mm-hmm. In customary marriage, you find that it's the, 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 it is not required for the marriage to be registered. Therefore, you can actually take someone uh, in concert, they say, which is, to say, they, they become the wife customary. But it then becomes the duty of the wife who's alleging the, the marriage at the end. So that I was married to this person. And our people don't, uh, 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 in the grassroots level don't understand this. So they take this customary marriage as dating and they lose the benefits of of, of marriage only because it's not ventilated down to them in a way that is understandable. I understand it because I with I it in, 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 in.
2: Every day basis, but Umar uh, Rachel, for instance, is one of the people that will fall short in terms of the consequences. Mm-hmm. Sure, Um I mean, you mentioned the, the 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 role of the family advocate, and maybe you know, we with just six minutes remaining in the show, may, maybe just pointed to what 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 are the obligations of the uh, chief family advocate as regards this? Uh, what can Rachel look forward to? Insofar as uh, getting um, decisive help,
1: yeah, they are there to facilitate the return of 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 the children. Mm. So as much as um, she hasn't been getting help from the court, remember, probably when when you go to court, you don't necessarily see a judge. You get there and you ask the staff, the people that are working there, Indeed. and they're not necessarily lawyers. So they will point you to lawyers to say, go to the lawyers. If you cannot afford one, go to um, a free, um, one, uh, the state or, you know, other institutions. That's the advice probably she got. Not that she saw lawyers, but she was advised to be taken to lawyers. Mm -hmm. So um, at least family advocates are there for children. They know how to deal with this. They will advise you properly how to deal with children. Uh, So they are there to facilitate the procedure and they will explain that normally this is how we deal with these cases. If there's a need to have a lawyer, they will then direct you to the correct ones. If they need, obviously, to you cannot afford one. There's always those lawyers, and um, those advocates. He, 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 uh, here's, I here's
2: something I'm, I'm, I'm very, very mm. quickly. If you if you can help me get there, I mean, these are two different sets of laws, and and I might be a South African yeah. lawyer trained in, in law in my jurisdiction, but this is a completely different country. Um, um how does that work? Because surely, you know. Um, it would be completely ridiculous if Rachel is required to go litigate in Nigeria and have to contend with Nigeria's Nigerian laws which from Oladaya's explanation give some kind of preference to a man and, and, and I'll, I'll allow uh, Oladayo uh, uh, to, 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 to clarify if, if in, in, perchance I'm misquoting him. Uh, contend with laws that are not in line with our constitution, not in line... You know, with what they would have signed up for. If if we get ma- married in South Africa, we make babies in South Africa. I'm not trying to wonder what's going to happen. What are the laws in 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 Nigeria if we if our life is based in in South Africa?
1: Yeah, with with, with Rachel's case, though, the children were born in South Africa. Yes, indeed, making them citizens of South Africa. Mm. And the the chief at the family I forget if I, I mentioned earlier that. They're there to facilitate the return of the children. They know the specific treaties. They know international child attraction. They know civil aspects. They know the, the different conventions on how to handle kids that are born on this side, that are removed from this country without the consent of the other parent. They are guided by the Children Act. So basically anything concerning children, they would know about it and they would know how to handle it.
2: So... Got you. Got so you. Was, we got... Yeah. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, all i I mean, I I mean, I, I want to close with you, and, and if we can do this in, in, in 20 seconds, I'd be most indebted to you. So, it, oh, okay, it, yeah. When I get to Nigeria, what chance does a mother have? I mean, let's assume there aren't treaties. Okay. Let me let me let me let me comment, don't say
4: anything but 20 seconds, mm-hmm. yes, 20 seconds. The first thing is. Either the child ab- uh, advocate or whatever, the mother needs to employ a lawyer in mm. South Africa. Mm. They should get a court order. Once they get the court order, they involve the embassies and then they come to Nigeria with that court order that the children should first of all come to South Africa to determine where they are supposed to go. Do you understand? You mm-hmm. start a custody case in South Africa. She doesn't come and start it in Nigeria. She must start
2: it in South Africa. Got you. That's your 20 and seconds. Must That's your 20 seconds. Yes. I thank you very much to, to all my guests. Vuyo uh, Sikiri. Uh, I wish I had had more, more, more time with you. And I, and I know there's some areas that you wanted us to talk about. But but time didn't permit. Uh, that's Avuyo uh, from, um, uh, 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 from the, all the way in the Eastern Cape as well as in Kateko-Mgadi. Uh, and also, um, uh, very kindly, uh, Oladayo has agreed to talk to us. Thank you very much. Uh, from me, Michael Mitsuning Bill, good evening.
0: That was the Law Report with Michael Matwining Bill.
2: Kaya FM 95.9 Multi Choice will add its add value, add movies product, which allows subscribers to the DSTV Compacts Plus Compact Family Access, Easy View, and Indian Packages to access Mnet's top three movies channels Mnet Movies 1, Mnet Movies 2, and Flicknet for an additional 99 Rand per month.
1: Rewinding, Rewinding Kaya FM on FM Rewind. Visit kayafm.co.za for more.